Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, another instalment of players to watch heading into season 2022, and this one might be a bit of a controversial one, but for me, I'm pretty confident this guy is going to bounce back. It is, of course, Adam Elliott. Now, let me headline this podcast by saying he has made some dickhead moves over the last few years. There is no doubting that. I am not defending that in any way, shape, or form. He has made mistakes not defending that, yeah. Um, I think he has come out the other side from what I have gathered. I had a little conversation with him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, won't, won't talk about the details of that, but... Filled me with confidence that I think this guy could be ready to sort of turn it around. And to be perfectly honest with you, uh, grow up a little bit. And look, I'll, I, I think I'll have him on the podcast as the year goes on, depending how it all plays out. Uh, you know, that'll be something that I'll, I'll point out to him, how hopefully he has grown up, he has improved, similar to the Jackson Hastings interview that I did during the year. So hopefully Adam Elliott, he has turned a corner. I believe he has. And I think the Canberra Raiders is going to be a good little spot for him. Now, when you think about Adam Elliott at the Canterbury Bulldogs over the last few years. Uh, he was touted as the next Bulldogs captain. I would have probably put money on him being the next Bulldogs captain, as I said. Uh, a couple of dickhead plays that were part of his life over the last few years, and that changed very quickly. Uh, he found himself on the outer very quickly and sort of left the Canterbury Bulldogs with no choice but to choose culture over Adam Elliott, realistically, and send him out into the wilderness. He has landed at the Canberra Raiders. I really like this move. Now, when he was at the Bulldogs, he was used most of the time as a second rower out on the edge. Personally, I don't think he's a second rower. I think he's a third in. I think he should be playing lock. He is not the most creative lock forward in rugby league, but he has got little subtle ball playing, and he is a really good link man. I think it's something in his game that is pretty underrated, to be perfectly honest with you. So for me, I'm looking at Adam Elliott, and I think he can snare the 13 jersey at the Canberra Raiders. It is a pretty stacked forward pack. There is no doubt about that. But I believe that they'll play Tapanay up in the front row instead of playing him in jersey 13. I think Hudson Young will be an edge player. You obviously have Papa Lee, Horsburgh, these sort of guys in the front row. They will be running with 
you would have to assume one of Tom Starling or Josh Hodgson on the bench, probably Tommy Starling, Josh Hodgson at nine. And I really do think that Adam Elliott can make a name for himself in the 13 jersey at the Canberra Raiders playing a link man role. Uh, he has been using the back row at Canterbury last year. As I said, I don't believe that's the spot to use him. And personally, I thought that when he was playing 13 for Canterbury occasionally, and I've got some numbers for you from there, I thought that they looked heaps fucking better, heaps better. And I couldn't believe when they kept moving him back to the edge. Now, at the start of 2020, he plays about the first nine or 10 games. And look, people will laugh, but if you actually go back and watch his first few games of that season, the first 10 games, I, I honestly had him in consideration to play State of Origin that year because he was doing playing so well in the 13 jersey. Obviously, guys like Victor Radley, uh, Cam Murray, these sort of guys still around. Isaiah Yo hadn't really exploded just yet. But I thought he looked sensational, and I thought he was a serious shot to get a bench spot uh, in the Blues side. But he did get injured. That ended his 2020 season, and since then, it has just been an absolute shit fight. It has been a disappointing domino effect of just bonehead moves. So, very disappointing since then, but his form in the 13 jersey has been incredibly impressive. Very, very impressive. Now, I'm just going to take you through some numbers. So, I'm going to talk super coach for a minute. Um, I mean, I, I could go, you know, the the way that he is scoring, for those that don't understand super coach, the way that he is scoring in super coach, he's not really a guy to lay on try assists and to score a heap of tries. So, it's just really his raw numbers about how hard he works when he's in the 13 jersey. And that is quite often reflected through super coach numbers. Now, this isn't the case for everyone. I think. Adam Elliott is a pretty good example. Now, over the last, what is it, three seasons, he's played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. He's played 15 games uh, in Jersey 13. Now, you go back to 2019, his Supercoach scores were 62, 45, 43, 65, 34, 57, 36. So 2019 did okay, but a couple of low numbers there that you're not happy with. You know, you're 45, you're 43, you're 34, you're 36. Very disappointed with that, especially if you're going to draft this guy in 2021. What I will say, though, is that his average, when he was playing 13, from 2019 to 2021 was 53. Now, in 2019, he only went above 53 on three occasions. He got 62, 65, and 57, yeah? So 53 over the three years. When you look at just 2020 to 2021, and this is the time when I said he was playing his absolute best footy, he was braining it for the Canterbury Bulldogs when he was playing 13 at the start of 2020. He only played one game there in 2021. They, they persisted with keeping him on an edge and then he wasn't in the team for off-field stuff. But if you have a look at those scores, over the last two years, when he was playing 13 at the Canterbury Bulldogs, his average jumps up to 67 67. So when you include the the 2019 games, it drops to 53. So that's a 14-point drop. Now, in 2020 to 2021, it's a grand total of how many games is it? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Eight games. He goes under 50 once. Yeah, he goes under 50 once in all those games, which is a pretty damn good knock. He scored a 44. His next lowest was 56. So that was actually his second lowest score over the last two seasons when playing 13 was higher than his average at 13 over the last three years. So if you want to go back to his 2019 stats when he first moved to 13, when he first really established himself as a proper first grader, the numbers drop significantly. If you look at 2020, 2021, when he really sort of came of age as a footballer, 
The numbers are pretty damn impressive. Uh, 67 average. He had, what did he have? Five games under 50 in the last three years. Four of those in 2019. Only one of them in 2020. So the last two years, when he is playing in the 13 jersey, it's a pretty impressive number. Now, he has gone below 60 twice in his last nine games at lock. So below 60 twice. One of those was a 56. One of them was a 44. So you really are looking at a high-end player. His score is above 60. 78, 78, 91, 69, 60. I mean, pretty damn impressive. Yeah, his second lowest there was 69. He went 78, 78, 91. Pretty fucking impressive there for a guy who really isn't scoring a heap of tries, for a guy that isn't laying on try assist after try assist. He's not a Victor Radley. And that's why I think in your draft competitions, you can get some really good value out of Adam Elliott late in your draft. He's a guy that I will definitely be looking at. The other beauty of this, well, I mean, it's a double-edged sword, obviously, but I believe he will play in the 13 jersey. I can tell you for a fact, it is the jersey that he wants to play in at the Canberra Raiders. It is the jersey that he is gunning for. I would argue the Canberra Raiders struggled to score points last year. Joseph Tapanay, very good player. Similar to the Tamalolo situation I've been talking about for a couple of years. What Tapanay does in the 13 jersey he can do in number eight or number 10 i think adam elliott will stand the 13 jersey in canberra and i think there's some really big upside as far as his super coach scores go now i know what you're thinking but there's so many mouths to feed at the canberra Raiders, and you're exactly right there are a heap of mouths to feed what i would say though Josh Papali is getting older. I don't think he's going to play massive, massive minutes. I think Joey Tapanay, he will probably play the most minutes up in the front row. You've got other guys like Corey Horsburgh, Emre Gula, these sort of guys. They'll play your average sort of minutes. But when you look at their bench, I think they're going to be stacked with a lot of middles. So they should be. But for me, I look at their bench and, I, and I, I'm pretty confident you're going to see Tom Starling on the bench. So that takes away one forward. I don't think this Canberra Raiders side is going to run with a four-forward bench. I think they'll run with a three-forward bench with Tom Starling in at nine. Now, this is where the double-edged sword is. Yes, it's, it's a there's a lot of mouths to feed in Canberra, but if you've got Josh Hodgson starting at nine and Tommy Starling comes on, you know, in the 50th minute, does Josh Hodgson come off or does he move into that 13 role? That is the potential worry. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. With Adam Elliott. But personally, I don't think Josh Hodgson will be an 80-minute player. I can see Adam Elliott playing the first 40-odd minutes in 13, potentially coming for a break, Josh Hodgson shifting there, and then him coming off with about 20 minutes to go and Adam Elliott returning to the field to play 13. I think Adam Elliott will play about 60 minutes a game. That's sort of my prediction. Now, over all these games when he played 13 uh, for the Canterbury Bulldogs over the last few years, he wasn't getting 60 minutes a game. He was getting 45 to 50 around that mark. Sometimes he'd push into the 55 category. I've got a feeling he's going to be the big winner at the Canberra Raiders this year. And I know it's a bold call. I know that I said that 2020 came of age as a footballer, probably hadn't come of age as a man and as a leader in a club. I'm hoping that he has turned that corner. He's been spending a lot of time with his young bloke. He's also got his girlfriend, Millie Boyle, who he's very close with. I know that he 
he believes that she has had an incredibly positive impact on her. When we spoke about her, uh, he just gave her an absolutely glowing review as far as, you know, being a girlfriend, but also just the impact that she's had on him, which screams positivity to me. I am really hoping that Adam Elliott has turned the corner because I think so far in his career, he's been underutilized and poorly utilized by the Canterbury Bulldogs. And then a couple of bonehead moves over the last few years have cost him a lot of football, potentially some rep jerseys. Injuries have also played their role. There's no doubt about that. But Adam Elliott has a lot more to offer. I would say to you, if you are there on draft day, he's a guy that you go for late. If you think there's other people that might be keen on him, I would sort of float the idea leading into draft day about how many mouths there are to feed at the Canberra Raiders, whether he's going to start, whether Ricky Stewart's even going to like him because of his history, whether he's going to get suspended, injured. Because I have a feeling that Adam Elliott will get this 13 jersey, and I really do think he could be in for a good season. And I think he could be a 60-point second rower in your team that you can get very, very late with, with a bit of upside. As I said, he has got some ball playing in him. He's not in the caliber of a Victor Radley or Isaiah Yo, but he has got some subtle ball playing. I think in the, this Canberra Raiders team, he will pick up a few more points than he would have in this Canterbury Bulldogs side on the attacking side of things. The beauty for me when I look at Adam Elliott, and this is what I love about guys, and there's a bit of risk to it. There's no doubt about that. I'm not denying that, but I always like taking this risk. I love guys that have their backs against the wall. Adam Elliott, I don't think there's a heap of clubs that will probably go near him over the next few years if it goes to shit in Canberra. He has to be successful. He has to turn around all the shit that him himself, it's not because of anyone else, has smeared all over his name over the last few years. I know for a fact he's determined to do that. He's serious about it. He has moved down to Canberra, moving away from family, not moving up to where his girlfriend is. I believe she's up in Queensland. So it's a big move for him. He's, you know, his son obviously doesn't live in Canberra either. So a big move for Adam Elliott. This is an opportunity for him to turn his career around. And I've got a feeling he's the sort of guy that Ricky Stewart is going to like. He is tough, compromising, with a little bit of X factor to him, a little bit of ball playing. And I think it's part of what the Canberra Raiders really lacked last year when Sammy Williams walked out. Uh, sorry, George Williams walked out, sorry. Obviously, they've got Jamal Fogarty walking in there. He will be great. But to add a link man, a ball-playing 13 like Adam Elliott, I think it'll be massive. This Canberra Raiders pack is stacked, but I think Adam Elliott, he will be more important to the Raiders than what people are anticipating. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.